2: We love to talk about food on the Colleen oh. and Bradley show. Well,
0: we have a thing of food sitting right next to us that we're about to break into for the next segment.
2: That is true. Uh, it's on deck for Cheat Day. But before we get to our Cheat Day, you know, we just really can't get enough food talk. So we thought, you know, what is the best place to go to breakfast in this town? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at my talk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. that guy's Bradley Trainer. And uh, I think we all got started on this because I told you that my daughter, when she got to pick a dinner restaurant the other night picked Perkins
0: yeah because she wanted breakfast
2: and I was like that's awesome I'll always go for breakfast for dinner yeah and I said they have the best pancakes and then we got on this whole conversation about where else has the best pancakes well and where do you like to go to breakfast I,
0: and then I said you know there is one place in the city of Minneapolis that has the best breakfast ever but it no longer exists and that place is called sunny side up it used to be called sunny side up because it's mom, gone mom. now And it used to be on Lindale Avenue, and then it became something called Heyday, and then I think Heyday has now since closed, and so it's just yeah, right. Um, And it has since moved on uh, to the Great Restaurant, Graveyard in the Sky. Anyway, that was my favorite breakfast, and then we started rattling off all these other places, and it just you know brings home the fact that there are some just wonderful places to get breakfast in the Twin Cities, and there is really no need to get any deeper than that no
2: and i you know listen i'm looking for uh i'm looking for suggestions because sometimes you get stuck in a breakfast rut uh so six five one six four one one zero seven one. what's the best breakfast place in town patsy's on the line let's go to patsy and see patsy what do you think is the best breakfast place in town
1: by far it is our kitchen which is on 36th oh. and bryant in yes Colorado. yep um here's the problem though uh, a bunch of people have been giving them really good Yelp reviews lately, uh. so getting in is so much harder than it used to be.
2: Okay. What is it about it that you like? I love the
1: fact that Dan, who is the owner, is the only cook. So you know the food you get there is consistent. It tastes the same every time, and it's so good. They have the best hash browns. They use um, like clump uh, sausage, yes. you know, they're not made patties, they clump it out and then cap it out. blueberry pancakes, mm. I mean, and just the atmosphere, everybody there is awesome, they're the nicest people, the best food, it's the best place. I love it.
0: I love, and thank you. Thanks, Patsy. I would say that generally speaking, I, you know, when you go, like, Jamie loves to go to places where they've got the, like, the, you know... Hollandaise special chorizo infused blabber de blue. He likes
2: a scramble. fancy breakfast. He likes
0: fancy breakfast. I always love, I generally veer towards the. You like, want a classic? I want, like, if it's called like an American breakfast, mm-hmm. a farmer's breakfast. The a Tremendous classic. 12. Yeah, something. <laughs> where is that? Isn't
2: that Denny's?
0: Could be. But yeah, I want, <laughs> like, no, somebody. That's- and that's what I love about places like our kitchen where it's just solid, good breakfast Mm -hmm. food
2: yes uh what's the best place for breakfast in town let's go to kathy hi kathy thanks for holding where is the best place to have breakfast in town
1: oh by far i'm going to give st paul a shout out but um capital view on smith what's it called
0: capital view
1: yeah they managed to survive when they closed the high bridge and there was no business somehow they managed to survive and they had just bought it oh (laughs) no kidding
2: what do you love about it
1: uh, everything. I mean, their menu is incredible. They have a Mexican flair if you, if you want to go outside of the traditional American. Yeah. Their portions are crazy. They'll give you, if you have any special requests, they'll take care of it. Their homemade salsa is out of this world. Um, it's
2: family run and they're, All right. it's,
1: You go in and it's like you're at home and it's big, so you have plenty of seating. I love it. it. Thank
2: you so much, Kathy. That's one that I hadn't heard of. And uh, I'll throw that
0: on the list. What's uh, another, other than Perkins pancakes, what do you love?
2: Hot plate. Oh, yeah. South Minneapolis. That is like a personal favorite. I'm always looking for reasons to go there.
0: If you come a little further north, there's, of course, Maria's on Franklin, which is a spot that continues to like. The thing I love about breakfast places is generally speaking, they've been around for a 100 years. Like if they're good. Yeah. They just sort of exist without because I think true to the previous point, um, if it's a really good breakfast place, people aren't. going. I mean, we're kind of doing a disservice to that notion, but you're kind of not. Spreading it around mm-hmm. because who wants to wait 45 minutes for
2: breakfast? Nobody. Let's go to Claire. Hi, Claire. Claire, what's the best breakfast place in town? The best breakfast is Uptown Diner <gasps> anytime. You know what, Claire? We were just talking about that, by the way. Thank you, Tare. We'll talk to you later. Claire uh, Her name, okay, her name is Claire. We call her Tare. I know her. She, her oh. she, she's a fan of my son's baseball team. Oh, we love you, awesome. Tare. But Uptown Diner, did that not factor into our entire conversation this morning? Because yeah. I was saying the Tex-Mex there is like, blow your mind. I used
0: to I used to love the, they have uh, just a simple omelet, but like bacon omelet is just bacon and cheese and it's like a pound oh. of crispy fried bacon mm. and cheddar cheese just.
2: I'm so oh going out for breakfast tomorrow. Uh, let's go to Megan. Hi, Megan. Megan, what's Hi. what's the best place for breakfast in town? I like to go to Three Squares for breakfast.
0: Oh. I haven't been to Three Squares for breakfast.
2: They
1: they have a really good job of doing, like, fluffy pancakes and French toast. And then I like to get a Bellini, treat mm. myself for breakfast. But they do a good job. They have a nice mix. And you can get breakfast
2: there all day. Okay, which is always a winner when you can get yes. breakfast all day. Because yes. sometimes I just want Exit 2 o'clock
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And you can do a pre-check-in with three squares So Ooh. if you're on your way You can kind of do a reservation and get yourself in line Which is really nice too I love it. it, thank you Megan And finally James will have the last word on this Hi James Hi. What's the best place to have breakfast in town? Zumbro Cafe
1: And Colleen if you are a pancake fan They have the best pancake in town
2: I love Zumbro That's in Linden Hills And you are correct, James. Thank you so much for your call. Um, Um, Have you been there ever? No,
0: I have not. (sighs) I I actually went there. uh, I went to go there. Mm -hmm. But they have, like, some weird... Like, they don't start serving... Something. There was a a time where we went and we couldn't get the full menu until like like ten o'clock, and it was Hmm. like a half hour away. So we're like, we're just gonna go somewhere else. But I have friends who love it there, so
2: oh, it's so great to make it
0: back. I also wanted to give a quick shout out for, and this is between my place and yours, the Standish Cafe. Oh yeah, I haven't been there yet. It's on Thirty Eighth Street, and they have a really good breakfast. They have Abel Skevers. Oh,
2: that's which are like
0: a Norwegian Swedish pancake. What?
2: It's Danish. It is 90. It's I, I, not I, Norwegian.
0: I'm sure they all have the same. The Danish and Norwegian people are the, basically the same thing.
2: I won't hear this. Evil skeevers. Evil skeevers are a Danish snack. They're spherical in shape.
0: They're like it pancakes. It means apple
2: slices in Danish.
0: They're like pancakes, but they come with maple syrup or you can do a berry one with berries stuffed inside Mm. Um, and they they just have a really good breakfast, too. They also have monkey bread.
2: That's at Standish Cafe on 38th 38th. in Minneapolis. Oh, I feel like I got a nice little list going here. Uh, thank you, everybody, for contributing to our
0: yes. robust
2: breakfast list. And, and now, if you go
0: to any of those places, please tell them that Colleen and Bradley sent mm-hmm. you.
2: And then send us bacon. Yeah. Uh, when <laughs> we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, because we love to talk about food, we also love to eat food. It is Friday, so we're going to cheat it's on our normally though. pretty healthy diets with something that is impossibly good after this on My Talk 107.1. On the Colleen and Bradley show, and really everywhere else. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Oh, yes, genius thinking. Uh, Bradley Trainer has just entered the studio to bring some supplementary beverages for our cheat day experience. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day taster stick this in your mouth. Oh, what are we sticking in our mouth today, Bradley Trainer? Well,
0: uh so we have been wanting to try the Impossible Burger for a long time, and we don't have the chance to do it at the Burger King. That's why we were talking about it recently because Burger King announced that after a trial in St. Louis or Kansas City An error. Or somewhere in Missouri mm-hmm. that they were going to uh, launch the Impossible Burger nationwide. Um but it's not going to be till probably the end of the year, but Lo and behold, White Castle has an Impossible Slider, so we thought we would try the Impossible Sliders, finally, and you got us one of each, like a regular slider and Mm -hmm. an Impossible Slider.
2: Yeah, and also, by the way, pro tip, uh, White Castle does deliver in some areas, so... Yay, we had it delivered, which is great. We're about to
0: deliver them to the area known as our mouth. (laughs)
2: Exactly. So I got like a regular slider and then we also got an impossible slider. The reason we decided to do that is so that we could try them side by side so that we could see really how impossible is the impossible burger. The
0: impossible burger looks a little sad. It's I was thinking, well,
2: that was my bad. I forgot to ask for anything on it. Oh, whoops. Oops. so uh, I'm going to I would like to try the impossible burger first. OK, I will say this. The bun on the impossible burger is like somehow Quite fluffier. Peppy. It is a peppy bun. What a lovely. Go for it. Peppy bun. OK, here I Taste go. I'm going imposs-
0: in. It looks like a so little explain
2: what an impossible like thick, burger is for those who don't know.
0: It's just a veggie burger, but it's. I shouldn't say it's just a veggie burger. It is. It purports to be the closest thing to a beef burger without actually being beef. And people have been going crazy for these. Now, this is just a White Castle rendering, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you think?
2: I mean, honestly. Yeah. Have you ever had a Boca burger? Yeah. That's what it tastes like to oh, me. Oh, really?
0: Exactly. I like swear a there Boka was burger. a thing of
2: ketchup. Oh, here. Oh. Yeah. Um, it looks like a Boca burger, too. hmm it tastes like it yeah it just tastes like a bokeh burger i mean i don't dislike it it just tastes like a bokeh burger
0: would you know that that's not
2: beef yeah if well if it were dressed up with like cheese and a bunch of other junk know. i don't think i would
0: that is weird though right
2: it is kind of weird but just
0: take a piece of the burger part
2: but i'm getting it's like better some,
0: than a bokeh burger i'm
2: getting some bean situation in my in my teeth you want yeah i got like a little bean nugget
0: just don't say words like bean nugget. What that doesn't even mean. That's anything. what I got. Um.
2: Oh no, like it does it. act a little bit like a burger, right? Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a bean nugget brand?
0: No, I don't understand the bean nugget, but I think it actually does. I mean, like I wouldn't know that that wasn't a. Mm-hmm. Now, is that the best burger I ever had? No, by any means, but I am excited to try them in their best. uh you know,
2: mm-hmm. when they're living their best life. Yeah. Now I'm going in on the slider, All right? Just and? because I just had the Impossible Burger to see if I can, like, just to remind me of what a burger actually tastes like. By the way, I don't think we actually needed the real slider; we just wanted them. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, it does taste exactly the same. I kind of feel like it's not that far off. Mm-mm. And I also feel like if we. If I got that like in a big burger form. Yeah. With like all the dressing up of a normal burger. Yeah. It would take I wouldn't think anything of it.
0: Well, and allegedly, and this is what we haven't been able to tell, is that like with the full meal deal, they it it like is juicy. Like when yeah. you bite into it, there's a you know
2: I would order that at a restaurant. There are restaurants locally, I yeah. think, where you can like sit down, like bar and grill type restaurants where you can get an impossible burger. Um, and actually, I think you can find out who serves them on the Impossible Burger website. Mm. But I do think I would like it if yeah. it were in big burger form. Okay, round the room we must go. All right. Let's rate the Impossible Burger. Now, what are we rating it on? And because I feel like this has to be rated on a different standard than we For normally do.
0: For what it is.
2: For what it is, meaning a meatless burger that is supposed to taste like a <laughs> burger. so sad. It did, didn't it? Um I'm going to give it three and a half Cobras. Wow. What?
0: I was not going to go that high.
2: Really? Yeah. Well, where are you going to go?
0: I was going to go for like a three.
2: Okay. I mean, that's closest. Nice solid 3.5. Okay. Yeah. See, because it's like I would order that. And not think if you it was put
0: cheese. Okay, so the problem is with the regular slider. It has cheese and pickles and all that. Mm-hmm. If you put the pi- cheese and the pickles on the uh,
2: on the Impossible, impossible burger, burger,
0: I don't know that I would notice a difference. Yeah. I mean, you can tell by looking at it what the difference is, right? Because the the Impossible Burger is actually bigger. Yeah. Than the meat slider. Like thicker.
2: It's like yeah. A, yeah. So if you want a little more for your bang, well. They do cost a little bit more, too. I will oh, tell do you they? that at White Castle. They do. Oh, weird. It's like a regular slider is like 71 cents or something. An impossible burger is just over a buck. So, but also, but yeah, I, you can't really tell much of a difference.
0: Like most fast food. Here's a here's a warning. It tastes better when consumed
2: immediately. Uh, yeah, we do need so to I maybe pop like this a- in the microwave for a hot moment. Uh, yeah. Delivery okay. has its drawbacks. Now, can I give you a little another little piece of food news before we break? Yeah, of course. Uh, I think we need to try these. Because it's been a decade since you've been able to get these. Chocolate peanut butter corn pops. I didn't even know you ever Chocolate could get them. Chocolate
0: peanut butter corn pops?
2: Yeah. So, huh. in my life growing up, you know me. You know, cereals.
0: Colleen loves her corn pops.
2: Corn pops were like a sugar cereal at my house. That was like, that was... Other people. No, no, no. You didn't love corn
0: pops. You loved corn bran. I loved
2: corn bran, but we could have corn pops. That was like, that was our naughty cereal at our house. And I loved corn pops. But I never knew they made a chocolate peanut butter version. I didn't either. But now Kellogg's is releasing after a full decade again. So it's been since 2009. They will be releasing chocolate peanut butter corn pops.
0: Oh, those look good. I know, right? So I'm going to have to. That's like dessert. That's not cereal. Um, like, that's not breakfast, is what I'm saying.
2: I'm sorry. I Who cares? No. All cereal is dessert. That's true. Yeah. So just get over it. Oh, we're going to get it at some point, and we're going to try it. I got a text from Doug who
0: says that Red Cow has a really good Impossible Burger. Oh, that's
2: good to know. So Thank you, Doug. You
0: want it locally.
2: All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them, and that name is? Be back. Celebrities behaving badly on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one oh seven one streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, we call those celebrities behaving badly a name. And that name is
0: D bag
2: presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Douchebag. Who's your douchebag?
0: CBS. And forty eight percent of you people. Here's the story. Okay. So CBS News reported the story and headline. I think a lot of people caught on uh, or clicked over on. Half of Americans admit using swimming pool in lieu of shower.
2: That's nasty.
0: Okay, that's nasty, right? That's it nasty. It sounds pretty nasty. Um. However. However. It really didn't tell the whole story. Oh, what's the whole story? And that's why I chose CBS and not just the 48% of people. Okay. Because this um this story is basically a press release from an industry group. Ah. Uh, Which industry group you ask?
2: Uh the shower industry. The Pool Consortium the of America, America? chlorine. Uh, yeah,
0: it's the chlorine people. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> The Chlorine Industry, uh, a PR firm that conducted the survey was working on behalf of the Chlorine Industry and CBS goes. An earlier version of the story failed to report that fact. It did not meet our editorial standards and we regret the error. However, that is disgusting, right?
2: This says with
0: summer right around the corner, Americans are ready to kick off the season of sunshine and swimming, but before you jump into the water, beware. A new survey exposes some bad habits. The online survey found that more than half of adults say at some point they got into a pool as a substitute for showering or to rinse off after exercise or work.
2: That's nasty, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: But that's, that's a story. That's a thing that people clicked yeah. on. But remember I said CBS and 48% of right. people. It's not the 48% of people that showered in lieu of a bath or bath in lieu of a pool. I think I had a breakdown.
2: (laughs) I might have.
0: Who used a pool instead of a bath?
2: Yeah, okay.
0: The 48% comes further down in the study.
2: Okay, tell me more about the 48%. Well,
0: they uncovered some very interesting habits of people. And the survey revealed, among other nasty findings, the following. That almost a quarter of those surveyed said they'd go into the swimming pool uh, within one... (laughs) Actually...
2: Oh, dear. What's happening? (laughs) Almost a quarter
0: of those surveys said they'd go into a swimming pool within one hour of having diarrhea. Oh, my
2: gosh!
0: 48% said they've never showered before swimming. So, that's nasty.
2: Who would go into the... Okay, hold on, though. Do you shower before you get in the pool? Be real. Tell me the truth. I was more focused on the diarrhea. I know (laughs) you were, but I want to go back to the other thing, because... I think we all have that experience. Do you or do you not rinse your body off before you always, get into it? Always, never. Lies. Yeah, yeah. nobody but does that. remember when we were kids, you
0: had to. You were no. supposed to. You you know, so there were, were there supposed was always to. a sign that said, like, shower before getting it's in the pool. It's still
2: there. We just ignore stuff now because we're adults. But I didn't. I never But there's have.
0: a long walk down the pier from 48% of people not showering to someone jumping in the pool after they had the trots.
2: I, well, I also like <laughs> I don't like do I feel like swimming an hour after I've had I don't also, know. Who I cuz I wouldn't want to take that. a gamble. Like I
0: can't remember no. the last time I had diarrhea and jumped into the pool within an hour. Like you know it's such a weird question. Right. Right? Like, well, I guess
2: I never considered that. <laughs>
0: I, I never. No? Is that the right answer? I mean, what just, are you looking for?
2: It's just so specific. Yeah just a specific it's question it's so specific
0: <laughs> also they do want you to know you shouldn't pee in the pool so okay. cdc's oh, healthy you. swimming program which let's be real everyone's peeing in the try
2: pool. try to stop people anytime you go into a pool mm-hmm. you go in knowing very well that at yeah. least 10 to 15 percent of the water that you're swimming in yeah has gone through the digestive system of strangers. You do have to just kind of survey the scene and go, Am I comfortable I just assume there's swimming enough, in this?
0: <laughs> I just always assume there's enough chlorine to burn my retinas. So, yeah. therefore, it's killing any duty flakes. That I'm are telling floating you, around.
2: My, thank you, by the way, for bringing that word to my Friday ish Instant. but my kids get like burns on their body from oh chlorine they do they're very sensitive skinned and there are some like what there's one particular water park that i will not name that oftentimes they'll get really irritated from being in that water because there's so much chlorine do you make
0: them put something on their skin we
2: put like well I, I don't even know if we're supposed to do this but we do i put like a layer of vaseline on them before they get in the in the pool To try to just create a barrier. I don't know what else to do. You know, Vaseline. Skin
0: flakes with. I don't know. I feel like it seals them in.
2: My point is this if the chlorine in the water is strong enough to create open sores (laughs) on people's bodies. And
0: then with all that other stuff. Well, it better
2: kill that stuff. That's better be dead.
0: KSTP should do an expose tonight. (laughs) The thing that'll kill you in your backyard. It's your pool. Your pool. Oh. Literally putting the poo in pool, twenty-five percent of people. That's kind of gross, right? Yeah. Okay.
2: That's nasty. All That's right. Nasty. Uh do you want to know who my D-Bag is? I do. Black China.
0: Oh no, Black China.
2: I just I don't know. I did or not Chibano I to. was fine with my Friday not having to consider the idea of whether uh, Rob Kardashian or Tyga were better lovers. Who's the better lover?
0: I was actually surprised by the story.
2: Well, okay. I I was too, but I didn't want to know in the first place. But yeah. now that I do know, now I'm going to share it with y'all. Blac Chyna uh, appeared on the Wendy Williams show on Wednesday, and she shared a little insight into her romance with Rob Kardashian. And she basically said, that sh- that he was a really good lover, even better than Tyga.
0: It's really gross. I because mostly because I don't want to think of Rob Kardashian loving.
2: You don't want to think of him yeah. loving.
0: Because I just keep thinking of Rob Kardashian when he was coming from the gym. Remember that horrible, horrible reporter who like uh, hid oh. out behind the car to take photos of him,
2: and he was in all the sweats mm. and the sweat. Poor Rob. Poor Rob is right, but apparently he's you know
0: he's a sweet sweet lover.
2: He apparently he is, uh, and Black China wants us to know why. W- in what context did she share this? Okay, so Wendy had asked about um, about her relationship with the Kardashians. Um, Wendy admitted to Black China that she believed that Black China had always been dating Rob Kardashian to get back at the whole family. And she said it didn't happen that way. Um, and then she started. She initiated the fact that Rob was a good lover.
0: I love that she said it's not just about the act, but how you feel about him and the snack he gets you afterwards.
2: Um,
0: Is that a thing? And do you spoon? Like, that's do you what need she a said. spoon for your snack?
2: I don't think that's what she's talking about. Mm.
0: Snacks? Do you get snacks after sexy time?
2: Is that part of the deal? I I feel like we sound old (laughs) and like prude right now because I feel like there's that's got to be a sexy thing. Got to keep
0: what getting snacks, or you think that's like a sexual?
2: I think that I don't think she literally means. Does he go get you a peanut butter sandwich?
0: Oh, I do. Uh, oh, you yeah. think that's like actual like like a sexual?
2: I don't oh, know. I think that he's getting her those. Oh, orange... I mean, did
0: you? Don't you? Don't <laughs> right. you remember? I bet those he doesn't have to get out of bed to get them. Posting videos of them eating.
2: That's true. I forgot oh yeah after he-
0: the casino or something in Vegas. They went to the strip club and then they were eating like, like cheese fries.
2: Oh, that's right. Back at the hotel, that. You know, that's a good idea. You should start keeping those orange crackers and peanut butter and a Capri Sun okay. by the bed. Can
0: I just be clear? If a man, <laughs> and by that I mean <laughs> Jamie.
2: third segment in a row that we've devolved back in the if food. If Jamie
0: ever gave me those dumb cheese crackers with the peanut butter. After sex, oh. I would uh, disown him.
2: <laughs> those, I'm not down with those, but but I would totally get excited about the crackers with the red stick and the cheese. Oh yes, that's, that's plastic. I I'm talking know. about it's after. Delicious. Sex. I would eat that after sex. <laughs> get a handy snack. God,
0: handy and you snack. probably wouldn't even <laughs> use the little
2: stick. I don't even know what that means, but it still tastes good. <laughs>
0: You'd probably be, you know, digging your finger all up in there eating that cheese. Um, I'm just I saying, talk about that. I don't want, bring me a pint of Ben and Jerry's. Yes. yes. Bring me a bag of Doritos. Sure. Maybe don't a give me case some of dumb snack that your mom had that at the bottom of her purse for the last five years. You nobody want that.
2: I love those. They're pretty good. <laughs> they are those so are, good. you
0: know, what's even worse are those cheese crackers with the peanut butter in the middle.
2: I thought that's what you were talking about. That's what No, I was talking about the one with the him. peanut butter
0: with the stick in the
2: oh, crackers. No, that's dumb. Those are handy snacks. Colleen, you were thinking of handy snacks. And Bradley, I was talking about the orange crackers with the peanut butter yeah. in yeah. the Those middle. are even
0: worse. Those are so dry, you end up choking on them, you're going to kill your lover. <laughs> like... We had, we, that's a 48
2: hours mystery right there.
0: How did she die? Well, we were having really good sex, and I always bring her a snack afterward, and it was one of those cheese crackers (laughs) with the peanut butter, and she just choked, seriously. (laughs) And they're like, Oh, yeah, she choked on cheese crackers. Uh huh. No, those are really dry. Try one.
2: (coughs) Thank you for bringing (laughs) us all the way through that journey. Bradley trainer. I mean,
0: seriously, those are dry is all I'm saying. And I would not be...
2: What about a Totino's party pizza? Okay, I could get behind that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, more snacks you'd like to have after sex. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Actually, I love this. We got to do this last week. We had fun with it. We're going to do it again. It's called Leprechaun Pirate or Russian. This is where we put Bradley to the test and we try out his three best and only accents leprechaun pirate or russian after this on my talk 107
0: have you been waiting for just the right job then welcome to the end of your search amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply you can start getting paid right away and work close to home applying is easy you don't even need an interview so what are you waiting for come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.
1: Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide.